Welcome back to yet another episode of Cancel Me Baby. It is ep 101. And you are about to get a lesson in bitches being crazy. Bitches be crazy 101. And I'm going to switch things up today. Instead of me, you know, rambling on, like a rambling woman, I am going to start with an interview clip from this boss ass bitch. Okay. This is a clip of me interviewing a couple of years ago, community star Yvette Nicole Brown. You've probably seen her. I actually just saw her in a commercial recently. She's an actress and she is such a sweetheart. But I show you this clip today because it is this very like sensual candlelit night. It's raining out and we're here. And I'm showing you this clip because it just has some hot girl energy that I just want you to embody, do a spiritual seance on, and really let this soak into your bones. And you're going to see why. And in the end, it's all going to tie into this shit, but roll the tape, roll the clip. What makes you feel the absolute sexiest? Absolute sexiest? Yep. When are you feeling your yeah, I'm not really a sexy chick. Um, I'm I standing right now. Yeah, I don't see it's myself as that. Uh, I feel, I don't, I don't know, my sexiest. When I'm in a nice outfit, I guess. But I never, I'm not right one of those. Now? I'm not one of those chicks that's like, ooh, I'm hot. I've never been that girl. I'm smart and I'm kind. Those are my things. That's that what I'm really, those are the things that I am. The sexy, even, sexy's vapor. It comes and goes. But even when you're in like, you know, hot out of the shower, like in your birthday suit. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, not one of those feeling myself chicks. Just not. But you have like you said, you got brains. I'm smart and I'm kind. That's what we need. And I've got a great smile. Can we see it up close? So if your ears deceived you, what you hear there is me asking Yvette, when do you feel sexiest? When do you feel, is it when you're like getting out of the shower and she's like, you know, that hot girl shit for me, I'm smart and I'm kind and everything else can fuck right off. Like that is what I'm talking about. She just owns it. She just owns it. And listen, if you think the question was basic, you can take it up with, you know, 2017 me who doesn't give a shit what you think. Okay. Anyhow, I show you this today because we are going to be talking about these women, like these celebrity women out here, just doing all this, like hot girl, hot, you know, speaking of hot girl energy, like these hot girl women, I don't even, I'm just making this shit up. Okay. Acting all kinds of like kind of crazy and it needs to be addressed and it all happened in this one week. Okay. And how did it start off? How did it blast off with the epitome of the, you know, hot girl Instagram model, Emily Ratajkowski. Now, Emily Ratajkowski got her start by, if you remember Robin Thicke's blurred lines model, she's kind of like bouncing around. She's got the titties. I mean, let's say for what it is. Okay. Emily Ratajkowski is fucking gorgeous. She is absolutely beautiful. Like that quintessential IG model, like the whole thing. You have like the pouty lips, like I said, the tits, the small waist, like this gorgeous brown hair, big eyes, the whole thing. Well, Emily wrote a book. It's called My Body. It's a collection of essays and it came out this week, okay? And she really grapples with the idea of using her body, capitalizing on it to make that money, honey. And doing it on her terms and being empowered versus being 
exploited. And she kind of looks at it in hindsight. And look, I'm not knocking her experience, but there's some shit here that we just have to digest. Okay. So one thing she talks about too, is the idea that like, now that I've used my body to propel my career, I'm not going to be taken seriously as a thinker, as a writer and all of this. And also lo and behold, like it was bound to happen. Okay. Just like your seasonal depression. Like when four o'clock rolls around, I will be full on in fetal position. You can find me in that pillow in that actual cushion right there. Okay. in that one centimeter sliver, that is where I will be rocking back and forth, but it's bound to happen. What happens? She blames the patriarchy. She says, you know, it could be empowering doing this, but at the end of the day, it's all because of men and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to get into some specifics for you. Okay. So here is a quote to, and we talk about this a lot, the IG like Instagram model hustle. She says to have my Instagram hustle selling bikinis and whatever else, while also being respected to have my ideas and politics as well, everything besides my body. Like this is something she's grappling with. And then she talks about the idea of like getting all this like money and free vacations by posting some sexy, you know, tip pick. And she says, By capitalizing on my sexuality, I have money. The whole damn system is corrupt and anyone who participates is just as guilty as I am. But I have to make a living somehow. Now, this is what's really fascinating because right away, and you guys are a bunch of raving savages because I took an Instagram poll on this being like, okay, are you rolling your eyes? Are you applauding it? And so far, 100% of you are not having this shit and you are rolling your eyes. I mean, I could refresh it and check again, but- you all are a bunch of ravaging savages, like I said. But what's interesting here is that you would think right away it's hypocritical, right? Because you're like, okay, you have benefited and participated fully knowing, you know, being in this system, like perpetuating this cycle, making tons of money, all of this stuff. Like you can't turn around and like bite the hand that feeds you. But she does say, She does say, I will say like kind of, she doesn't full out say it's hypocritical, but she does say like participating in it while it's frustrating, like using my body to make money. I'm also guilty of being a part of this system as predictable. Okay. A sleeping beauty res a fucking wrecking from the dead. She blames, like I said, the patriarchy. Now the mainstream media is getting off to this because they will literally trapeze act into every chance they get to blame the patriarchy for something. So you have all these like in style and bustle, like all these sites praising her being like, oh my God, it's so vulnerable. Like good for you. Like doing this on your terms, blah, 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 blah. Here's a quote from bustle. They say that she ruminates on the corrosive power of the male gaze. Stephen King could never, (laughs) my horror or like interpretation of that line, but like, come on. This is what I mean. It's like, we're going to, we're going to revisit this shit. Okay. We're going to revisit it. Just wait. So here's the thing. And I can't even believe I'm saying this. And I actually have, you will may or may not see, depending on how things pan out in the next couple of days, but I actually have quite a mighty bone to pick with these people, the Atlantic the woke Atlantic. And I can't even like bring myself to admit that I agree with them here, but I do because they have a piece talking about why like her whole thing is problematic. And they actually have the balls to admit that it's hypocritical, right? Because they say, you know, you're out here again, being part of this system 
but also wanting to be, you know, I don't know, taken seriously for all these other things. And then like complaining about the system, but also partaking, you know, and not like all this stuff. Right. So they say to her, it's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask to be capitalizing off of your body, but then also to complain about the system and not step away from it. And then also want to be respected for other and taken seriously, if you will, for other things, which I have thoughts on that too. Just wait. Okay. Hold on to your training bras. And they also say, this was a good point too. They're like, by nature, it's kind of hard to digest this because in and of itself, I mean, the book is called my body, but the Atlantic makes a point of being like, okay, but like there, there's even a line in there. It's like, you could have talked about like any, like, if you want to be taken seriously again, for your thoughts, your ideas, your politics, your whatever, include some of that. Like every single essay is about her body. And even in the Atlantic piece, it says like, I would have fancied a line about like any, the trees or coffee or the way the wind is blowing that day, like literally anything. But so it's, so again, it's kind of hard to be like, okay, but all like all things lead to and from, you know, your body in this piece. So there's that. So Okay. There's obviously like the mainstream though, like I said, you know, doing a hula hoop synchronized swimming routine to celebrate this. Okay. Because it's like, again, good for her for saying, you know, screw you to the patriarchy for making me do this and show my body for profit. Okay. But then you have the right. And God, this is where it's like, come on guys. So there's a site, a pop up, a show it's called politics. It's by turning point USA. And I like a lot of their content, but this is how they talk about what's going on here. It's like, it's, it just feels again, very Betty Crocker. They're like, you know, I could see where, cause they're basically calling her hypocritical and I could see where they have a point, but they also have that very dated mindset, which is like, well, just cover up then. You know what I mean? It's like, well, then like, if you're feeling so exploited, like don't show your body kind of thing. And that's where it's like, oh, come on guys. Like, you know, give, you know, give me a break, throw me a bone, but they do make a good point, which what it really actually got me thinking because they basically said, if you're so, if you really want to stick it to the quote patriarchy, then why don't you deny them the thing that you say they want? which is your hot naked body. And which goes into what I just said, which is like the whole cover up thing, which again is like, you know, it's cute for like Diane Keaton in a turtleneck in a Nancy Myers movie, but it's like, come on guys, you know? So that actually was a really good point. It's like, you're feeding it. If you really want to say fuck off. And if you're not doing it quote on your terms, then, then don't do it. Like that's the ultimate F you, right. Is to deny them the chance to whack off to your gorgeous tits. Like here's where, here's my thoughts on all this. Okay. Here's my thoughts. So number one, I don't like her idea of like, you have to literally be, you know, exposing, you have to be showing your ass crack to make a living. Otherwise people will just, you will be on food stamps. Like there's no in between. And that's where it's like, come on. Like this idea that it's like, you know, like, first of all, girl, I reference you to my playboy feature. Like I will send you a copy via carrier pigeon. It's fine. Like to prove, you know, you, you can do both. You can do both. But I just deny that idea because it's like, look at all the women who prove otherwise, you know, Jenny McCarthy, like one thing, you know, you know, she is 
out here with her tits coming off of a Playboy page and onto your eyebrows, you know, posing left, right, and sideways. And she's also a smart lady. You know, she has a Jenny McCarthy show, a very successful show. Actually, I don't know if it's still running, but neither here nor there. I digress on Sirius XM. I bring up this example a lot, but Kim Kardashian, you can knock her, but guess what? While you're knocking her G-string, you know, photo extravaganza on Instagram, she is over here taking the bar and going to law school and and you know, it's going to school your ass in the courtroom. So I don't buy that. Also, one of the most iconic, again, like honor your ancestors. Okay. Is Cindy Crawford. One of the most iconic models of all time, you know, a poster girl for profiting off of her looks and her appearance and her body. This bitch was the valedictorian of high school I know you made the honor roll, but no one cares, including Cindy C. And she also studied at Northwestern. And also here's what's interesting is Emily Ratajkowski herself. I mean, you could tell she's a smart woman from the excerpts I've seen, you know, her writing ain't too far. You know, it's pretty good. You know, it's no Shakespeare, but who the fuck is, but she was a UCLA undergraduate. I think when she went at the time when she went for the blurred lines video, Okay. And she was pursuing art history. So clearly like this whole thing of like aesthetics and art, you know, fascinates her, but you know, girl, don't put yourself in a box, you know, even though people want to see your box. My point is like, you are feeding into this idea that it has to be one or the other. And honey, I will tell you today, you're sorely mistaken. Okay. And here's number two. Here's number two, blaming the patriarchy for everything. I mean, it is just such a cop-out. It is older than Gandalf the Grey, okay? I mean, it's like, we've heard it. And it's also like, number one, as somebody who's posed nude, okay, I can say like, there is something when it is truly on your own terms that is empowering about it. And that feels good about objectifying yourself. So again, it's like that idea of going back on it or the hand that feeds, biting the hand that feeds you, right? It's like doing it, but then turning around and being like, no, I didn't really like it. Or it didn't actually feel good. Or at the end of the day, it's just to satisfy the male gaze. It's like, nah. And you know what? Again, this goes back eons. We women, men, they's, thems, anyone. Like we love seeing, women are gorgeous. Women are beautiful. So that's why I hate this whole idea of like the male gaze. It's like, what about, you know, the broad was covered up, but the Mona Lisa, that probably isn't the best example. But you know, that painting of like the Venus, right? When she's on the seashell, I'll pop it up here. But it goes back years and years and years of women in their nude, honest, as God gave them form. Like there is something so beautiful about it that we are just drawn to. Again, no matter who's looking at it, because it's gorgeous. So it's like, okay, it's not just that you're satisfying a male need, number one. And number two, even if you were, that can make you feel good and sexy too. Why do you wear Spanx? Why do you get a push-up bra? Why do you get lip fillers? Yeah, there's this whole idea now that it's like, well, it's for themselves. Okay, it can be for yourself, but it can also be so someone finds you fucking sexy. What is wrong with that? Nothing, okay? We need to be owning that. There's this show on HBO called Hacks. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I actually started watching it last night. And one of the characters in it is a TV writer in LA. And it's funny because she's really woke, but they kind of make fun of it. So she's caught taking a nude selfie, right? 
And she says, and she has this like woke line in it. And it's like, you know, selfies are popular now because it's women again, like doing things on their terms and owning their nakedness and sexuality and their power. Right. So this is where it's interesting. And this is where I feel like woke people want it both ways because it's like, well, which is it? Are you going to blame the patriarchy for everything? Or are you actually going to do it on your own terms? Like what's a sitch? I'm confused. So here's a line about this and about because she talks a lot in the book about power and how she initially thought showing her body so much for money would be empowering for her and would be her, you know, kind of owning and taking back her power being like, well, if I'm going to make money showing my ass, I might as well do it my own way. Right. But then she kind of grapples. And it's like, again, at the end of the day, like, is it, you know, because it's an organization run by a man or a photo shoot by a man or a structural thing run by a man, blah, blah. So here's an, here's a quote. She says, In my early 20s, it never occurred to me that the women who gained their power from beauty were indebted to the men whose desire granted them that power in the first place, right? And that goes again into the idea that you showing your body is only solely for the purpose of pleasing a man. And that I just think is hogwash. I'm sorry, I'm going to call it out. It goes into what I said earlier, like, sweetheart, check with the Da Vinci code. Okay. And the times of Da Vinci and all these famous painters, artists, however you want to call it Picasso, like, and there's nothing wrong with admiring the female beauty in all its form, but it's just also, it's just bullshit because it's so limiting. It's like, again, can we have or take power in anything? Like what about the people who do like myself or like the woke girl on hacks who was like, yeah, you know what? Showing it in the capacity and how I want is empowering for me and does feel good for me and does make me feel strong and powerful and sexy. Like, why are you going to strip that away from us by being like, oh, because it's all for a man. It was their idea first and it's to make them happy. It's like how limiting, you know, going off of this, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Hollywood loves to do this shit where they live literally like they're in the little house on the prairie and they act like we're in these old fucking times. Right. And it's so odd because it's like, aren't you guys like, why can't you, I've said this a lot, but like, why can't you celebrate how far we come? We've come an example of this is Reese Witherspoon did a interview this week. And she talked about how, like, she could have been alluding to abortion and stuff like that, which I get, but she alluded to the fact that like women are still fighting for civil rights and blah, blah, blah. And I heard this shit day in and day out in Hollywood. And it's like, can we like what? It just doesn't serve women to act like, you know, men control everything we do. Like it just doesn't serve us. How about we celebrate the fact that we can fucking show our own body on our own terms, that it can make us feel good, that we can objectify ourselves if we want to and how far we've come. I mean, isn't that so much more powerful? Like I get it. It's the easy target to be like, man, the patriarchy made me do it. And how now everyone's like, woohoo. But isn't it more powerful to see a woman just fucking doing it with no apologies, no excuses, no one to blame. You know, a good example of this actually is Jesse James Decker. She is so fucking gorgeous and she show she is sexual, but in a capacity that she's comfortable with, but she talks about it all the time. She's like, I want women, like whether it be listening to my music or, you know, she'll put like videos on her Instagram of like humping her hot ass husband, which like I would be too 24 seven. But I'm just saying she, that's a perfect example of like, she just like owns it and she looks so hot and so stunning. And it's that like confidence that comes through. Now she's not showing us her labia. 
Okay. Like I said, it's like very classful, classy and tasteful, but it is sexy. And that makes me watching it as a viewer, like want to channel that and want to be that and want to do that. So again, I just don't think, I just think it speaks volumes and it's 10 times more powerful when you bitches ain't blaming everybody. Okay. And here's my third point. Okay. About the Emily Ratajkowski thing before we move to Bella Hadid. This is something that like bugs the shit out of me. It's like, bitch, if you want to write, then just write. Like no one has, this is again, the idea of like, okay, I either have to show, I either have to be an Instagram model or I'm going to live in a homeless encampment, like on Gavin Newsom's head. I'm sorry. Like there's an in-between and you know what? This might be a hard thing to hear, but sometimes you have to just buck up. Because the truth is, it's going to be harder. That's the hard truth. It's going to be harder pursuing a career as an intellectual, as a writer, than showing your body on Instagram. And that's why Instagram models, even sometimes on the show, get flack, right? Because sex sells. And oftentimes it feels like it's the easy way out. But you know what? People do things that they don't want to do or sacrifice a lot to get to their dreams all the time. I mean, listen, I'm doing that right now. And that's why I probably have to take this advice, but you know, I am in a depression every single day because it's so much harder to go after this path. That's against the grain. And that's not traditional and not conventional. It's so hard. It takes so much grit and so much sacrifice and hard work than going to get a traditional nine to five. Now I could go and get a traditional nine to five, but I'm choosing not to. So you know, people in my family and in my life will be like, okay, bitch, then I don't want to hear you complaining. And that's why I say, I kind of have to take my own advice, but it goes into what she's saying here too. It's like, and I get it. I get it. Like it's easy money. Right. And it's a lot of money to pose in a bikini or to pose whatever it is. And now she has a kid. She's like, I have a family to support yada, yada. But it's kind of like, again, you can't have it both ways. And like I said, people do things that they don't want to do to get to where they want to go all the time. So if you want to write bitch, then write, And it's going to be harder, but sorry, Charlie, (laughs) like it's the cold, hard truth, you know, truth hurts. And sometimes you have to do what you have to do. Okay. So now let's move on to Bella Hadid. Okay. So Bella Hadid this week, I think it actually was on the same day that this Emily, Emily Ratajkowski, uh, book came out and it's actually like talking about my depression. I'm laughing, but like, it's actually perfect because it goes into this with Bella Hadid. So Bella Hadid, another gorgeous, if you want to, she's not like a quintessential Instagram model. She's like a model model. God, no shade to the IG models, but sort of. So but she will post gorgeous stuff on IG too, right? But she's a legitimate model, okay? And she posted a slide post this week and there are nine photos of her crying and she's talking about her mental health and depression. And it says, if you feel lost, confused, not really sure why you're here, that anxiety, like everyone uh, is feeling that and trying to cover it up in some way. Or Willow Smith said this and she quoted it, but either way, it's very existential. It's very much my diary. And she is just grappling with life. Okay. And she says, social media, it's a very long caption. She says, social media is not real for anyone struggling. Please remember that. She talks about chemical imbalances in the brain and mental disorders. And, you know, it's, 
I'm not that I am not knocking at all. And I have on, on the show, I've alluded to my own struggles, especially now, given that, you know, every, with the pandemic and being so withdrawn from society and, you know, my life being turned upside down, like so many people, you know, and trying to grapple with that now and cope with that. I mean, it is brutal. Like, and I don't got, I don't tell you guys the extent because I like the show to be like a fun and thoughtful escape. And like, I try to keep it a beat, but it's very, very real. Like I straight up, I don't document it like Bella Hadid. That's just not my style, but like literally have cried six out of, can confirm like six out of seven days in the last week. Okay. So that I am not knocking at all. And I totally honor her experience. Now, the hard thing though, it's kind of like the Emily Ratajkowski thing is like, okay, but you, it feels hypocritical because you have been participating in this, you know, perfect, flawless Instagram culture, you know, destroying other people's mental health. I'm not saying it's your responsibility, but then again, to turn around then and talk about how awful it is. It's like, well, then don't do it, you know, period. I know it. Listen, I keep the bod right. It's natural. And I keep it tight. I could go on and post in a G string. I almost, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, I should do an experiment where I just like put the most fucking shameless G string photo. You like JLo's booty is in good company and is doing a twerk off with me. Like Iggy Azalea who, because, and just to see what would happen. You know, I think about it all the time. I'm like, that would be a fun little experiment, but there's a part of me that's like, no, again, I'm choosing the harder path. You know what I mean? So it's like, and that's just me. Like, you know me, I'm a gala principal, but don't participate then, you know, because her whole Instagram, it's more than just like the IG aesthetic of like the perfect face and pouty lips and gorgeous body and supermodel runway body. But it's also like her glamorous, rich lifestyle, like being, you know, traveling and all these like high-end high-class things and runway show, like all this stuff, right. That can make people be like, well, I'm going to go fucking throw myself on a railroad track and never come out. Like the Hogwarts express can come full blown at my ass. So that's why I could understand. Like I've been looking at the social media feedback and a lot of people are commenting being like, okay, really though, really? It's like, you have been part of this thing and feeding into this. It kind of reminds me of the Khloe Kardashian thing when she was like, oh man, like trying to obtain, you know, trying to keep at the standard, this beauty standard is so hard. And I'm like, okay, did you come to this realization before or after, you know, all the cosmetic surgeries, the waist trainers, the nutritionalist, the, this, the, that, the photo editing, it's like, come on. You know what I mean? It's, I, you know, then don't period, don't do it. Period. It's like, it's, it's, it's not hard, you know, we're going to revisit this. Like, well, then why, like, why is every, like, why, why are we all, why are these people continuing to do the thing that is making them so miserable? Okay. We're a thesis. Like we're going to get into this. Okay. And I'm not saying too, like a lot of people are like, Hey, bug off, you know, just because she's rich and beautiful doesn't mean she can't have depression. And I totally honor that too. Like depression doesn't pick or choose, you know, who it's going to torment on any given day. So that I can completely honor. And I respect that now here, like getting a little bit into like the image of it and how she's like, so torn up and crying being like, this isn't real. Right. So like, again, I'm not saying that this 
falls on them and it's their responsibility. I mean, this isn't Nobel Peace Prize winners. Like these are models and celebrities we're talking about. Okay. So it's like, let's not put that much weight on them, but I'm just saying this is where it bugs me. And I talked about this in the Khloe Kardashian episode, but think about how many young people are affected by the stuff that they post. Now we know, first of all, the plastic surgery in that Kardashian face is like flying off the shelves. Okay. Get a load of this. According to the ASPS, over a quarter of a million teens, 13 to 19, got some sort of cosmetic surgery last year in 2020. Let that sink in over a quarter of a million. Like the only cosmetic surgery I got was at that age was picking the rubber band color on my obnoxiously metal, you know, braces. Like, I am sorry for any of the blow jobs that occurred in that period of my life. Okay. But here are some of them too, here that were common nose job, ears pinning back, chin augmentation, boob augmentation. Okay. There was even a woman who paid like $15,000 to look exactly like Bella Hadid. And she does, she looks exactly like her. Now, here's my problem again is like denying it, right? And passing it off as real because these people look at it and these young girls look at it and they want to look like that and they think that it's doable. So in 2018, in an in style uh, piece, she like refuted these, like try to act like she did not do anything ever. She said, like doubles down on it. She says, people think I got all this surgery or did this or that. And you know what? You can do a scan of my face, darling. I'm scared of pulling, putting fillers into my lips. I wouldn't want to mess up my face. And that's where it's like, okay. And that's where I, like, I could see both sides where it's like, you know what? She doesn't owe anyone an explanation. Like it's her privacy. It's her decisions. Like, you know, like a little thing I like to call Vax mandates. Like you don't know anyone, any explanation of your shit or what are, what you're putting in your body. But I do feel like there's a different, you know, you're a public figure on a huge, huge platform infecting these, affecting these people when we are in like a mental health crisis. Okay. This turn of the century, let's talk about mental health really quickly while we're at it. Cause that's what she's talking about in this post, right? Is obviously she's suffering from something mental health. Now, obviously because of the pandemic, it's just awful. Hospitals have seen more mental health emergencies among kids, obviously goes without saying. Okay. So this is between March and October. So when the pandemic really started in the fall last year of 2020, the ER, we like, I can't even imagine now. Okay. So this was just from last year. ER visits from children's mental health emergencies rose by 31% for ages 12 to 17 and get a load of this. Okay. For girls ages 12 to 17 in early 2021. So early this year visits to the ER. Okay. For suspected suicide attempt was up 50% than that same time, two years prior in 2019, 50%. Think about that. Okay. 50% increase of young girls attempting suicide. I mean, there's a million reasons for this. It's not just social media. It's not solely Bella Hadid. Like I said, you know, being withdrawn from society. I mean, all these things, the list goes on and on. Like it is just awful, but it's a real problem. And this is part of that problem. And again, it doesn't serve us to act like it's not. I mean, this is even from the CDC questionable as fuck, but here goes nothing. Um, and this is from one week. Again, you can only imagine now this is from one week in June of 2020 
They reported 40%, almost half of adults now, not children, was experiencing some kind of mental illness or mental health struggle problem, you know, anxiety, depression, it goes on and on. We've heard doctors talk about how they're prescribing these kind of medications, like again, flying off the shelves. So it's just a real problem. And this is when I asked these people like Bella Hadid, like, you know, it kind of goes into that, that episode I did, a, you know, a week or so ago about the Instagram model who like did a full blown photo shoot under a sprinkling shower in a bikini, but talking about self-harm it's like, okay, guys, at some point, you know, when do we realize, like, is it the chicken or the egg? Like what, at what point do we realize, you know, it has to do with the other, it could be impacting other people. And if you're perpetuating a cycle, that's obviously really affecting you and making your life horrible and making you feel really shitty. And it's really hurting you and causing you suffering. You know what I mean? So that's that now on a flip side. Okay. On the flip side, I want to talk to you about this older woman. She's a model. Her name is Paulina Poriskov. I probably just, you know, butchered her name, like honestly harder than filet mignon, but she's 56 year old. And she posted a photo in a bikini this week. Again, all the shit went down this week. Like, I don't know what's popping, but these ladies are out here to be seen. Okay. And she looks gorgeous. She honestly, like what Baywatch who she's 56 in a bikini looks flawless. So what happened? She got trolled. People called her a desperate grandma. One person was like, oh, it's okay to objectify again. And she just full blown owns it. She writes a very thoughtful, you know, a couple paragraphs to go with the piece, just owning it. It's super thoughtful. And she's just like, no apologies, ho. And it really got me thinking, right, about this generational age gap. Like, this is where part of me is like, wouldn't it be nice if we were older, then we wouldn't have to wait so long. Like, thank you, Beach Boys. Because you're obviously, like people say, when you're older, you just give less fucks, you have more wisdom. But it got me thinking, like, what is with these young girls? Like, that's going to go for any generational gap. Right. But especially now with social media and all of this toxic shit, it's like, what is it with young girls being part up and swept up in some kind of system that they later, you know, that they regret, or that makes them feel awful. It's like, what do we have to prove? So here are my, like, even you, even like, this is like, but you know, the girl from call her daddy, Alex Cooper, like this bitch went from literally exploiting and detailing every blow job she's ever given to talking about mental health. So you're seeing this happen all over the place, right? It's really crazy. Again, older women, even like Yvette, I bring it back to the beginning, right? With her just being so sure, like I have nothing to prove. My brains is what makes me sexy. If you don't like it, bug right off. And it's like, they have such a great grasp. It's like that confidence, right? Of what they will and won't choose to be a part of, to, you know, exercise what makes them feel good. So here are a few questions I'm going to leave you all with. Number one, why is everybody, again, why are these young girls perpetuating it, right? And being part of a system that obviously is destroying, whether it be showing their bodies, whether it be Instagram, whether it be putting up perfect images all the time. Why not being a little more honest if it's, if it's even destroying themselves, not to mention all the millions of people who follow them, but their own selves, right? So why perpetuate it then? Okay. What do you have to prove? Is there something to be said about, you know, exploiting yourself and then feeling shitty about it later? You know what I mean? Like the Emily Ratajowski's again, being part of it and being like, 
you know, swept up in, in it, however you want to call it, and maybe feeling good or not in the moment, and then later turning around and blaming the system or blaming somebody else and feeling like shit. Again, it's like, why do it in the first place? Okay. Part of me thinks, is it this like instant gratification that we're living in now? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to post this photo. and It's going to get a million likes come blow up. Like e-news is going to be having a field day and jerking off to this. Like, is it that idea of the instant gratification of being like the portraying yourself as perfect, right? That women, it seems like aren't fully making really good decisions in the moment. That's what I want to do. I want to empower women to make like these older women, right? It shouldn't have to take this long to make really solid choices that you fucking feel great about in the moment and looking back however many years later, not looking back 10, 20, 15 minutes later, hours, days, years later and regretting it or blaming somebody else, but fully having the confidence to own it and feel good about it when it comes down to it in the moment. So ladies, I ask you take a breath. Okay. In this world of instant clicking and scrolling and all of this bullshit that I am going to blame this man. Now that this monster devil reincarnated Mark Zuckerberg, like alien who doesn't blink has created. Okay. Despite all of that and all this impulsive shit that we do, I ask, can you take a step and fully own and appreciate and honor and be excited about the choices that you make. I don't give it. You want to listen to blurred lines, you know, while you're making those choices, while you're on your run, while you're doing whatever you got to do while you're on your commute to your job, you may or may not hate. I don't give a fuck. Okay. I don't care. But all I ask is you take a breather, place the ADD aside for a second and really think about it and own it.